0: had in contrast to last year where you got really fortunate. And do NFL coaches just kind of, you know, you do what you can to get them in shape and get them ready. And outside of that, it's, it's up to what, whatever happens on the field.
1: Yeah, I mean, gosh, you, you never know. You know, each year is different, right? Um, um, some years you have very few. Some years you have quite a few. And and for us this year it was quite a few, but it was it was the – it was the ones that, you know, guys were missing four games, right? The IR missing four games, and it disrupts a lot of a lot of things. Uh, it disrupts them individually. We uh, could disrupt, you know, a unit. You know, in our case, potentially or particularly the offensive line. You know, with the amount of injury there, especially on the left side, uh, guys that missed, um, Cam situation. You know, so it all it all uh, can impact. You know your football team, but we we never want to use injury as a as an excuse to why we win or lose games. It's it's our job to make sure that we, you know, prepare everybody um, to play, and the 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 players who are elevated, um, it's their job to get themselves ready to play.
0: Do you anticipate making any changes to your staff at this time?
1: At this time, I haven't uh, – I'm still processing everything, you know. Obviously, we just finished the season, so uh, I'm going to take the next um, little bit here and, and, you know, think about everything. Um, you know, obviously, with the way we finished, and, and it's, it's not where we want to be, obviously, and i got to take all of this into consideration. Where is cutting out all those turnovers ranked for Trevor in his priority list that you gave him to work on this offseason? I think it is number one. I think it's the biggest thing, you know, that uh, that he has to um, focus on. You know, moving forward, we just we just can't have, you know, this amount of of turnovers. How we turn the ball over, where we turn the ball, it doesn't matter. We just we gotta, you know, we gotta protect the football. It's the number one thing. You know, I think we're gonna probably end up twenty nine, thirty, thirty one, somewhere down there. You know, in in, in giveaways and and um, you know. That also doesn't take into consideration the turnover on downs too. You know, those are giveaways as well. So, but yeah, um, you know, for the quarterback, obviously, you know, the person that touches the ball every snap, um, we got to make sure that that uh, the emphasis is taking care of the ball. Because of all the
0: turnovers, how the season sort of ended, do you feel at all that this season was a little bit of a, a step back from where you guys were last year, where it seemed like you guys were going up and then? At the end here, it seems like it just trickled down just a bit. Do you feel like it's a step back, or how are you feeling about moving forward?
1: Well, I feel I feel fine moving forward. I just think how we finished the last six games of the year, how we did it, you know. And we had we had opportunities to win these games. It wasn't like we were out of a lot of games, you know, uh, down the stretch here. It's, it's 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 we lost the game more than them winning the game, you know. And and that's really. That's really kind of been our season. Um, When you take a look at the whole thing, and I tried to communicate this with the team, it's like everything is connected, right? Everything is connected. Go back to week one, week two. We play the Chiefs in week two, and and I mentioned to the team how this could have playoff implications, even in week two. And then week three, you play the Texans. This could have playoff implications, right, for the AFC South. And then you show up here today, and it's like, oh, okay, that's what he's talking. Well, we can't get to that point. It's it's got to be that sense of urgency where everything matters, and and this is all part of teaching the team how to win and preparing to win, and and um, you know focusing in on preparation and doing all those little things that that as coaches we talk a lot to our players about, and and we can't just push it aside and say, oh hey, we got 12 more games or 15 more games, or we're we still got a three game lead in the division, and it's okay, it's it's really not, you know, um, because you can't, you can't let things slide. You can't let, let things slip. And, and um, you know, that, that sense of urgency is, is important to, to the success we have, especially down the stretch here when, you know, when everything began to matter.
0: When several players today said, this is now part of our story. I assume that came from some of your message. How much do you think that this can feed through the off season and in the next year?
1: this feeling of disappointment I, listen um, I think it's I think it is fuel and motivation for how we move forward I, I think that you know you're, you're only as good as your last game and and we weren't very good yesterday and it was kind of a um, yesterday's three hours was kind of that snapshot of how our season has gone especially the last six games and and you know uh, it 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 has to fuel, it has to fuel everybody's desire to want to wanna win and to be great and um, you just can't let things you can't let your preparation slip as we talked about you can't let you know um, a rep in practice go by without making sure it's it's done properly and and, and all of that and, and that's that's me it's all the coaches all the play everybody together making sure that that doesn't happen.
0: Did you feel like there was a lack of that with the in terms of coaching making sure that everybody's prepared doing the extra rep if it's not there? Did you feel like at times you got slipped in that area? Um
1: I think you get you you get down the road during the season and and sometimes you do as coaches sometimes we say you know what we'll get that in the meeting. We we'll, we'll fix that in the meeting and you do you you fix it but I want to fix it on the field. If, if Trevor makes a poor decision on the field with a throw, um, let, let's let's positive reinforcement. Let's let him get it again, even though he knows exactly where to go with the ball. Let's make let him make that decision differently, right? So, um, but I think sometimes we get we get caught up too much in you know, um, let's fix it in the meeting and we'll fix it tomorrow. When when in reality we need to fix it. Right then and and um, you know that's just ownership by everybody involved and in making sure that that we we stay on top of those situations and and um, you know we don't let them happen. That's what sort it of speaks to the
0: sense of urgency you're talking about right mm-hmm. okay. Doug, is there any point in the season in which you thought about taking play calling back that you maybe wish you wish you had or no. Not looking back
1: No not at all.
0: Can you evaluate
1: Press's first year's full-time play caller? How do you thought that went? Um, I thought it went. I thought it went good. I mean, can it be better? Yeah, it can be better. Um, you know, I, I think at times it's. You know, when you when you struggle, when you struggle offensively like like we did at times, you know, it, I don't care who's calling plays. You, you're looking. You might as well look at that thing with your eyes closed and just pick a play. Quite honestly, because it's hard, it's difficult. I've been there and. You know, you're trying to find that one play or a spark that gets your offense rolling, and 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 with the struggles that we had at times, it, that's a that's a difficult thing to, to do to try to whether it's in the run game or the pass game, whatever it might be, and and so, um, and then and then you're looking at the amount of the amount of turnovers, right? You you go up and down the field, you turn the ball over in the red zone, right? You you just can't do this, not play calling it's not the scheme or the design of plays it's just having the urgency of we got to protect the football better things of that nature you jump off sides now you're first and 15 okay now you're looking at first and 15 and anticipating maybe being second eight second and seven so all that everything we do matters right and and so as a play caller um you know yeah you want to be as efficient as you can especially on early downs um but but at times you get you get you get handcuffed just a little bit by um, by trying to find the right the right play, especially when you're struggling as an offense. But I thought overall, Press did a nice job of of organizing the the offense, um, you know, the game planning that we did, and even even calling. I mean, you know, I think I'd have to go back and look at all the numbers, but I think you know points and different things like that. We were better, and in, in you know, um, you know, we can still get better on third down, the red zone, all of that, but. Um, yeah, he did. It. He did a nice job. You need to make significant changes on that offensive line along the interior for the run game to be better. I don't think so. Um, I, I just think we need to stay stay healthy. I, I, it, again, it's when when guys are playing when guys are playing together for three games. It's not long enough because then we're making another switch. Right? Another he gets hurt and we gotta make another then they're playing together for three or four more games and then Cam's out for four games with an injury or something. And then you know, so the consistency and the continuity, that that's what that's what really drives the offensive line. And and then and, and we've talked about it in here too, is is you know, as a staff, we gotta get back to what we feel are the best plays for for us as an offense and our backs and 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 sometimes we get away you know we get away from that and and we uh you know we start searching for things that that uh to try to generate that you know that run game a little bit but sometimes um just just go back to the basics sometimes you know things that we've we've been good at in the past Um, because that's the that's the one thing that we have the most reps on typically
0: so did you guys put too much on Trevor when the run game's not working this year's as, as a whole, um, and then a banged up Trevor at that too?
1: You know, uh, Trevor, I mean, you ask, did we put too much on him? No, no, we didn't, we didn't, um, he's very capable of handling you know uh, what we gave him obviously now there might be times where we might have a little more in a game plan you know than 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 one week uh that that might bog him down and that's 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 on us as, as a staff to make sure that we don't do that um even the times where we felt He was coming off an injury. We we tried to scale it back just a little bit. You you but listen, you got you still have to go into a game. You never want to handcuff your team, right? And not give them the right stuff, right? The right information, or put us into a better into a better play. Um, But I didn't feel like at any time we we uh, we overloaded him. You know, uh, he's very capable of handling all the. All the information. Smart guy. Um, in fact, in fact, to the point of, you know, hey, Trevor. You know, when you sit down and talk to him, like, tell me what you think. And he goes, I want these three plays out. Fine, let's take them out, and and we did. You know, and, and um, you know, that's all. That's all healthy, healthy for your team.
0: Hold on. Hold on one maybe rely might have been a better word to kind of get the offense going instead of maybe put too much on him the way I was when Oh, rely it. rely yeah, on, it. on him. Yeah, like you I mean, he's your quarterback. He, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but he had to be. I mean, you couldn't rely on the run game, so you kind of had to put it all on. You got to put it on
1: sense. somebody, right? I mean, um, and 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 the quarterback is you know obviously the the, the person to do that with. But I, I, I yeah. listen, I. Trevor's very capable and and we're very confident in 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 that and with him and and so didn't feel like it was too much at ever any one point.
0: Uh, I know you spent a lot of time on the tape and the scheme and plays and all of that stuff. But How much of your next couple of weeks is going to be consumed with why? Why with everything on the line in Nashville yesterday, your team didn't play well, right? It it just how much of that? it, It wasn't the first time this year with a big game. That they didn't play their best. How, how do you evaluate that? How do you put your finger on
1: what that might be? I, I think it start it started today, um, listening to players, and in and the, and the private conversations that I have with guys, and just to kind of feel them, you know, and get a get a gauge. I think I think that's gives you a pretty good insight, you know. I, and and one of the things I feel like is a strength of mine is gauging our players. And, and I felt the same way with some of the conversations I've had already. Um, and so I think I know the whys, right? Which are my whys, and they're not gonna be your whys. Um, and it's all, it's all correctable and fixable moving forward. And, and, and it's good information obviously for me uh, as I lead the team in the future. Um, you know, into the off-season, into the, into, into the off-season program, and, and how I can begin to construct messaging and, and leadership and all that kind of stuff to help us not be in this situation again. Do
0: you have to do things dramatically different than you've done through the course of your career to, to change these? No, it's not
1: it's not those types of changes. Um, and, and it could be as easy as just the communication, right, the, the messaging with the team and, and how um, how I approach that. Doug, how would you assess Calvin's year obviously coming back from everything? And just how much interest from your perspective would it be in him coming back? Just knowing that a second
0: year just for Trevor and everything would probably yield maybe different results?
1: Calvin was, was a, a bright spot for us offensively. Um we were excited to to have him uh here. Uh, he was definitely someone here down the stretch that we relied a lot on, you know, obviously with Zay and Christian and, and the situation there at receiver and and um you know, obviously, a player that, that we've all liked on offense, and and he's got a lot of talent, and and um, you know he made us better, you know, as a team, and um, you know you, you hope that that things potentially work out. You never know how you know how things go. It's a it's a crazy business, but um, Calvin was definitely a a bright spot for us offensively.
0: How challenging will it be to evaluate Travis's season? I mean, he, he did pretty well—not fumbling the ball. He had zero fumbles, thousand yards. But like you said, the offensive line had issues. Maybe the basic play calling, things like that. What, what, how challenging is it to evaluate what he was able to do, I and mean, how or how do you evaluate it?
1: Well, you just go back and just watch the film. Sure. But, you know, I mean, you just gotta you just gotta break it down and and, and see if you know what he's doing matches up with what the blocking scheme is and, and all of that and can we can we help him get even better, you know. Um, he, he he played several games kinda in the middle of the year banged up too and, and that affected him, you know, he, he wasn't himself a couple of a couple of games in there. So, you know, I thought he was healthy at the end of the year. You know, he, he ran hard. He he played faster, you know, at the end. Um, but it's just a matter of going back through you know the season as we as we will you know in the next couple of weeks and, and just evaluating everybody and this is a big week because you know we'll evaluate all the players that way you know um, and evaluate our roster as we move forward.
0: What was more alarming for you this season, the offensive struggles or the defensive breakdowns?
1: Offensive struggles or defensive breakdowns? I, I listen, you're. It's yes and yes. I mean, the offensive struggles. Kept us from scoring, kept us from winning games, and the defensive struggles and breakdowns kept them. You know, if we if we if we communicate better, if we execute better, if we're if we're disciplined in the in the in the gaps, you know, the the run integrity. um, You know, we're, we're better, right, on the defensive side. Miss tackles, tackle better. You know, we're we're a better team, and so. This is the complementary part of football that that I don't think we were very good in, you know, this year. Um, offense turned the ball over. Defense we expect to stop. Defense you give up a touchdown. Offense we expect you to go down and, and score, you know. So that was a big part of it too, you know. But but I think those are equal, equal, you know, to both sides.
0: What about the uh, rookies? that played Anton, uh, Tank Brand Antonio Johnson came on late in the yeah. Parker. I, I really I really liked our
1: rookie class. Um, I liked last year's rookie class. I mean these guys um, really stepped up this year. They were they were asked to do a lot. Um, I thought Tank really improved as the season went on and, and um he, he you know, you saw yesterday with the kickoff returns and some of the runs, he, he's a bright spot and and um, uh, excited about that. Brenton the same way. I think we can we can do more to get him involved offensively. Uh that's something we'll look at this spring. You know, uh Anton heck of a season. You know, he played hurt and banged up and you know, we've talked about it in here. I mean he had you know he had a edge rusher every week, you know, just about. And uh he held up really well. He in just I know our guys talking about him know that he's gonna be a great player. And um, you know, and that's that's one that we're excited about. Obviously, uh, Antonio Johnson. Um, you know, we liked him. Obviously, coming out of training camp, he had the setback with the hamstring. Obviously, so it would have been interesting to see how a full season would have been with him and his growth. But you know, he's on the right track. You know, on the right track as well. So it's been a um, it's been a good good class. Uh, a lot of contributors there, and, and um, you know, looking forward to uh, them helping us in the future.
0: Obviously, going into the spring, as a coach, what do you think is what you guys need to make you better? well?
1: I, I, listen, I, I, I think those conversations are to be had, you know. Um, we're not there yet, obviously, you know, um, but, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, we'll take a look at everything as we as we move forward. Those second-year uh, draft picks from two years ago, Trayvon Walker, Devin Lloyd, Fortner. Okay. What kind of steps did they take in here two? Well, Trayvon, you know, ten what ten sacks I think coming out of yesterday. Just you, you saw the improvement there, and and um, he's on the right track, and and um, really excited about him. And he, he's he's a you know he's somebody that that teams have to account for, you know. And uh, I thought Devin took a step in the right direction still can continue to clean up some things and, and work on some things this spring but um i thought things kind of slowed down for him this year you know and and uh, um, it can continue it can continue to get better uh for him you know and luke we you know you talk about trevor we ask a lot of luke you know um he handles things extremely well you know he he's had to go against some some pretty good tackles interior lineman as well and, and he's held up he's held up pretty well Continue to work on strength and you know, and, and different things like that. But um, it's, it's a good group. It's a good group of guys, and, and we're excited. It's a, it's a, it's the foundation you want as you build your team. Josh yeah. Allen, so did you
0: guys – what was your meeting with
1: him like today if you met with him and, and – you know, Gave him a high five. <laughs> told him great job.
0: How important is it to get
1: him back? <clears throat> I, I think, you know, obviously it's something we'll evaluate. But, but yeah, I mean, the type of year he had and, and – um obviously that's what we expect, you know, out of him, he expects the same. And so, yeah, if we can, if we can work it out, I'd, gosh, you'd love to keep him, you know, and, and you want him, you want him to be a Jaguar for forever. And so these are all the, the tough decisions and conversations we got to have in the, in the coming weeks. And, and, um, you know, uh, obviously he did, he did his part and, and, uh, put himself in a, in a good position to, to make it, uh, to make it interesting and tough. And, and, um, you know, um, I'm excited for the for the future, obviously, and and you know hopefully we can get something done. So
0: Two or three more guys. You talk about urgency, trying to instill that in the players themselves, especially as crunch time December hits. Do you sense that in your conversations with Trent Shad? That they also express that that there is there is a sense of urgency that the window is now.
1: Yeah, and we all feel that. We do. We all feel that. Um, you know, conversations I've had with Shad, you know, uh, over the Last several weeks, really since week one, you know, I mean, uh, y- you only get so many windows in this league, and and we feel like with the personnel that we have and we will continue to add, you know, our window, our windows now, you know, we we've got to make the most of of our opportunities, and and um, you know Trent Trent's the same way, you know, and and we continue to to build the roster that way and, and continue to add pieces, and and we just we just can't have we just can't have the collapse like we did this year, um, because you feel like now the season's sort of wasted, right? Because you had a great opportunity, you know, to, to, to win the division and we didn't. So we have to live with that, you know, and and, and we have to own it and um, we got to learn from it. But um, you know, I still feel like you know we still have the best football ahead of us, you know, uh, moving forward. Is that
0: the, the delicate balance, though, of being looking at yourself in the mirror and being honest and then not trying to return? Last year you returned 21 or 22 starters, go 9-8 and eight again. there wasn't the improvement that you were looking for. Is that a tough balance to figure out how many guys do we move on from, how many, how, where can we get better, how much better can we be with, with the guys we have? You see yeah,
1: you, no, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean – it is. It's a you know every year, much like your football season. You know games are week to week. Now we're year to year, and um, you learn from last year, then we're going to learn from this year. You know um, names and faces are going to change, right? That's just the nature of our of our business and the way it is, and 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 we just got to make sure that we we continue to learn from you know um, the previous year. Now, I, I think. One of the things we can do better is not live in the past, right? You can learn from it, but don't live there. If you're you're living there, you're not moving forward. So we got to constantly keep moving forward um, with everything we do, all the decisions we make, and they got to be in the best interest of of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Doug, players said yesterday, even today, they lack the spark or lack the fire, lack the juice, something kind of like that. Now Josh elaborated on that a little bit more today. He said it felt like in December we were spending a lot more time on fundamental football, whereas last year we were focusing on riding that wave of momentum, just winning football games. And he says that kind of felt like where things, where, where things lost this year. What's your perspective on kind of where things went bad in that December?
1: Um, I see it both ways. I mean, if you're not working on fundamentals, you're not getting better. And, and – so yeah, we we've got to continue to work on the details, right? The the fundamentals are what are going to win. If you if you're working on something consistently, then it it's going to be consistent in a game, and and that's when your fundamentals take over. And um, you know. I mean, yeah, we 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 caught fire last year, um, maybe because everything was new and and you know. Um, much like you know, some of the teams we played here at the end, you weren't playing, say, for a whole lot, maybe some pride, and you catch a little fire. And next thing you know, you find yourself in the postseason. Um, so yeah, you can, you can ride that wave, I think, of emotion. Um, I don't think that's necessarily sustainable uh, over just execution, taking care of the football, pre-snap penalties staying in your gap, tackling offensive players, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and those are fundamentals. And and sometimes the lack of fundamentals showed up even though we worked on them, as he said, some of those lacked down the stretch here. Okay. Thanks, Coach. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh there. <laughs>